This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on insurance. I am an attorney who has retired from the active practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant, an insurance claims expert witness, an author, and producer of these videos. Today I'd like to talk to you about interviewing and my newest book, Getting the Whole Truth, which was just produced and published by the American Bar Association and is a, available at the uh, shopamericabar.org. The book deals with how lawyers and investigators can better be trained to understand and control interviews of witnesses. To do so, they must understand that the interview is an essential form of fact-gathering for every type of human interaction. Interviews happen everywhere. They are performed by almost everyone. Interviewing is also an art and the most effective interviews are conducted by those who are knowledgeable and skilled in this art. Everyone has been interviewed, and everyone has, at some point in life, interviewed another person. Not everyone conducting an interview, however, has accomplished the desired outcome. One type of informal interview that we have all experienced or observed is the conversation between a parent and a child. Parents as interviewers are not generally as successful as we might often naturally assume. For example, a little boy rushes in the door red-cheeked and out of breath, and his mother asks, Where have you been? Out. What did you do? Nothing. The mother's information gathering could have yielded richer results if she had learned some of the basic techniques used by professional interviewers, such as police officers or lawyers. Had the mother used such tactics, the interview might have gone like this. Where have you been? Out. Where? Outside. I see your clothes are wet. How did that happen? Joss's friend Willie splashed me. Where was Willie? In his tank? Tank? You know, at the aquarium. Oh, yes. And you and Josh went to see Willie. Oh, yes, they are best friends. And Willie splashed you? He was hungry, and as we had fi held fish over the side of the tank, Willie would come out of the water and take them from us. He's big, you know, and splashes. Does Willie work at the aquarium? Of course not, Mom. Willie's a killer whale. Many people, parents included, simply are not skillful interviewers. They often obtain, as in the unsuccessful interview we just discussed, almost no information from the person interviewed is obtained. The unskilled interviewer, Mom, confirmed only that the obvious fact that her five-year-old son had been out. The mom, who was experienced, 
and skilled at interviewing, learned both where her son had gone and what he had done. This simple example demonstrates the wider sense of the term interview as it is used in my book, Getting the Whole Truth. Parents interview children and children interview parents. Teachers interview students and students interview teachers. Employers and employees interview each other as do store clerks and customers and all manner of people interacting socially. In this sense, anyone who wants to gain information from anyone else in any context or situation in life interviews. Law school limits its efforts to teaching students the law. Interviewing and interviewing techniques are ignored. This is odd since most of what a lawyer does is obtain information to resolve disputes, prepare contracts, prepare important documents, or present to a judge or jury. The purpose of my book was to teach the lawyer whether a novice meeting his or her first client or a grizzled old trial lawyer, effective methods of obtaining information by human interaction. Now, more than ever, obtaining sufficient, relevant information is imperative in everything a lawyer does to protect the interests of the client. The lawyer with an engaging curiosity who consciously applies one or more of the techniques set out in the book, will obtain far more information than any of his or her competitors who lack interviewing skills. Armed with more information, the lawyer who is an experienced interviewer can proceed to make intelligent decisions or in the case of the consulting lawyer, obtain sufficient information to allow his or her client to make better decisions, and can thereby profit from the knowledge gained. Lawyers who are incompetent interviewers, inexperienced interviewers, or have never even attempted a true interview, will be far less successful in every walk of life despite their determination and effort, and will often experience failure simply due to an inability to gain the necessary information in a systematic manner. Information to the lawyer, either directly or with the assistance of investigators, is indispensable to everything the lawyer does. When Edward Lloyd opened his coffee shop in the shipping center of London in the 17th century, he recognized that having up-to-date and pertinent information was the essence of any successful insurance operation and decided to help his customers who were insurers. Since the majority of his customers were in the shipping business. He astutely noted that if they were not sufficiently conversant with the ever-changing facts of their profession, 
they frequently lost their investments. Because Lloyd had the insight that his customers needed to be fully informed, he kept a chalkboard on which the latest intelligence concerning shipping at the Port of London was then recorded. The chalkboard was on constant display in his coffee shop, and his customers, again, largely made up of shippers and insurance underwriters, could gather from the details posted on the board much of the information they needed to properly evaluate the risks that their customers were asking them to undertake. As the insurance business grew, eventually to become Lloyd's of London, and as the people who bought insurance became more sophisticated, underwriters and the lawyers who represented them needed to gather and efficiently evaluate detailed information even more urgently. Of necessity, underwriters and the lawyers who represented them rapidly developed into very competent interviewers. Insurers soon found, therefore, that they needed the services of trained investigators and lawyers before they could properly evaluate a risk or claim. They learned that conducting even minimal research before taking on a risk would save an otherwise enormously expensive investigation and litigation that could occur after a loss. To further this aim of evaluating and reducing risk, the lawyers who represented the underwriters at Lloyd's borrowed investigative interviewing techniques that had long been used by detectives at Scotland Yard, and they soon developed additional techniques unique to the insurance profession. Other businesses soon realized the wisdom of the work of the insurance industry. Businesses faced with fraud, embezzlement, employee dishonesty, and competition also found that accurate information was necessary to operate effectively and was needed by their lawyers in presenting their cases in courts of law. Increasingly, in every type of entrepreneurial endeavor, especially in the practice of law, the gathering of intelligence relevant to the business and its field of competitors became essential. Modern news organizations and news websites that are Internet-based were all designed to provide credible, useful information to those who needed it. News reporters, if they are to be effective, must be consummate interviewers. If news is not gathered in a reliable fashion by skilled interviewers, it will be useless and the news organization will lose all credibility. Without the skill needed to obtain information from a witness or spokesperson informally or formally on a video or audio recorder, a news reporter could never put together a viable and believable story. Lawyers learn from the police and news organizations how to gather information to protect the interests of their clients, whether in an informal first contact, a formal interview, a deposition, or a trial. The successful lawyer will apply the necessary techniques to gain needed information from a witness. 
gathering accurate information is as important to the lawyer and the client, whether an insurer, a retail sales organization, a manufacturer, a builder, an architect, an engineer, a physician, or even the corner grocery store owner, as it is to the inquisitive parent who wants to know where their children have been and what they have done. Lawyers who wish to be successful and effective interviewers must also understand that no interview technique works on everyone. Without the help of Earl Stanley Garner, the fictional Perry Mason would never have obtained confessions by simply asking, isn't it true you did the crime? Confessions in a civil litigation are as rare as snowfall at the equator or rain in the Gobi Desert. The lawyer must know and understand how different types of people with different backgrounds, different races, religions, national origin, or sexual orientation will react to a persistent questioner. Professional interviewing intended to gather information is more than a practical skill. It can be seen as an artistic endeavor. The investigative interview conducted by a lawyer is a structured conversation between a trained and experienced lawyer and a person who likely has no training in nor any real awareness of interview techniques. It is important to note from the start that the interview is not, not an interrogation. It is not the stuff of spy films, police investigations, or prisoner of war camps. The art of the interview is developed from scientific techniques obtained from criminal investigators and trained psychologists, but is performed by the proficient interviewer automatically, fluidly, and not self-consciously. In other words, the art of conducting an interview must have become so ingrained in the lawyer that it has become second nature. Experienced interviewers must be able to proceed without thinking about what they are doing, much as skilled typists do not think about their fingers while typing. I will conduct through the book information on how to gather information by means of the interview of various types of individuals through various types of professionals. And by so doing, the purpose of the interview to uncover the truth will be performed and the method of uncovering the truth is the art of the interview. The standard interview does not have, nor should it be given, the pejorative tone conveyed by the expression giving someone the third degree. Interview professionals, lawyers interviewing clients and or defendants, do not use rubber hoses or hot lights nor do they subject the interviewee to torture. In their limited arsenal, civil lawyers in practice do not have the power of the state, the reputation of the FBI or the CIA, the majesty of a court trial, or the intimidation of a search warrant. 
all the civil lawyer has before litigation commences is intelligence, skill, wit, and persistence to obtain the information needed to protect his or her client. Civil interviewing professionals are, therefore, compelled to get the information they need in the guise of a friend. They must be masters of the social graces. They must know how to put people at ease. The skill of the professional causes the person being interviewed to actually want to give information to the interviewer. When the interview is successful, the subject of the interview becomes a virtual partner with the professional interviewer in the effort to uncover the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. This video was adapted from my new ABA book, Getting the Whole Truth, and it is available both from the ABA at uh, shopaba.org and from my website, zalma.com, by clicking on the link to the Insurance Claims Library, where you will find links accessing the purchase of the book. I hope you found this video to be useful to you, and if you did, please refer it to your colleagues and sign up and subscribe to my blog so you can learn about future videos and future blog postings. Thank you for your attention.